Good night, good evening, wherever you are in divine consciousness. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Living in Joy Now podcast with me, Yai Joyce, our weekly conversation about mind, body, soul alignment with me, your favorite, your favorite. Why am I your favorite? Because I deem myself so your favorite holistic spiritual counselor and coach coming in to give you a dose of joy through mind, body, soul alignment, ancestral healing, and all that good juju. So let's get into it for this week. As always, our information is not a substitute for mental health care, and it does not constitute a one-on-one relationship, counseling relationship, or coaching relationship with me, Yai Joyce. So let's get into it this week. We have a lot of good things going on in the atmosphere. We are still in uh, high holy days and it's just so much good stuff. Make sure that you subscribe to the newsletter because in the newsletter, I'll be going over, we're in uh, the the new moon um, energy and the full moon that is the the new moon that we just left and the full moon energy, uh, how it's going to be combined, excuse me, because we that energy of that full moon is with us until uh, for, for that new moon is with us for six months. And then we have this powerful ancestral healing uh, full moon coming up. And then we have, you know, the autumn equinox. So it's just so many good things happening in the atmosphere. So one of the things that we have happening in the atmosphere, it, it, it is supporting us to step into our new season, step into our new year. And it is supporting us to say that, you know, um, healing, healing of the land and healing of ourselves and and, and mentoring. It reminds me of, you know, when I look at, there's a, there's a kite that starts on the 16th and in the sky, it looks like a kite and it, and it peaks on the 29th or so. And it ends around October the 10th. Right. And so when we have this kite, that is here. This kite, it has Mars and it has Saturn. It has all of this Chiron energy. And as we know, Chiron, if you don't know, Chiron represents this healing and Chiron represents mentoring. And it's one of the reasons why I decided to go back to coaching that day as well because it's a it's really an alignment it's a it's an alignment it's it, it is that energy that's like okay okay vacation time is over it's time to get back to the healing it's time to get back to the mentoring okay and so now we have that energy and then we have Mars and that Mars bring here to bring energy uh, the, for the rest of this month. Okay. So this is for the rest of this month into October. And it's really asking us, it's asking all of us, what do you need to really heal in your life? And what part of that healing do you need mentoring in coaching, assistance, guidance, counseling, whatever it is for you? And take the time to do that. Now, if you're already doing that, reevaluate your systems. Is your coach working for you? Is your counselor working for you? It, you know, it may not work for some people, right? So 
for example, some some clients I had to let go because they felt like I should not have taken the summer off. And they're like, no, you know, no, I don't. I want my coach to be available to me um, all the time. And I'm like, well, you're not paying me for that. <laughs> you're not paying me to be available all the time. Right. And so you this is that energy of reevaluating your systems what is supporting your healing and what is supporting your mentoring as well. And it's a reciprocal relationship. This is the energy that is really asking us, you know, we can't demand so much of people. We wouldn't want those kinds of demands on ourselves if we were a coach, if we were a counselor, if we were that person. And sometimes we put demands on others that those demands that we wouldn't even want those demands on ourselves. So the energy that we're in as we step into this new year, as we step into this new, as we step into the, into this new year and new season, uh, it is really saying, what demands do you put on others that you would not put on yourself? Right? What are you putting on others that you wouldn't put on yourself? And it's saying to rest, right? Rest, rest, rest the land. So there is this part where, you know, God says uh, that you can, uh, it occurs, um, Shemat, Shemitah, it's either Shemitah, I can't remember how you pronounce it, Shemitah or Shemata. Okay, well, it's one of those. Okay, so basically it is every seventh year as kind of a sabbatical for the land and it's mandated in the Torah. And they say that it does not apply towards land out of Africa, out of Israel, out of Jerusalem. But when I look at the charts, for me, that kind of law actually does apply. And it's like every seventh year, right? It's kind of a sabbatical for the land. You know, you don't, you, you don't grow on that part of the land. That part of the land uh, takes a rest. And so one of the reasons why I took the summer off and I continue to take the summer off before this part, it is because it is it is a, a Sabbath, right? And so we have to have that sabbatical time. And even in our agricultural system, right? And we say that, okay, those laws don't apply to us. But when we look at the charts, when we look at that, when I look at the charts specifically, when I, and I say we, because I, I'm with my whole spiritual team, when we look at the charts and we see this, it, it shows that taking that seventh year off our agricultural system would do our agricultural system so good, right? And you can see that it's in Exodus 23, 10 and 11. Uh, it's mentioned in Leviticus 25, I believe, 2 and 7. Don't quote me on this. Uh, it's somewhere in Leviticus. It's somewhere in Deuteronomy. If you, it, Just figure it out.com. Read the, read the whole, read the whole Exodus if you've never read it. It's, it's good. Exodus is really good. And Leviticus as well. I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's, it's somewhere in there. Okay. And so the land is left to lie and 
when the land is left to lie, um, it's left without sowing for one or more vegeta- you know, vegetative cycle. And I actually do that as well, you know, being, you know, being a herbalist. And when you are tending to the land, right? Um, plowing, planting, pr- pruning, and harvesting is forbidden during that time, right? And then in that time, we do other cultivation techniques such as watering, fertilizing, weeding, trimming, and, you know, are performed, you know. But that rest actually improves improves the land, right? Improve, improves the land. And I started to think about these... Um, this is just how my mind works. I just started to think about these resting years and to see how it coincides with the world. A lot of times I've noticed that, and I'm going to do some more research on it and have exact dates and things, but I've noticed that the times that we were supposed to rest the land and we didn't rest the land, I noticed that there was some type of stock market crash. There was some type of uh, financial woes. There's some type of, there was, there was something globally that affected everyone. So I'm going to do some more research on it. But when I looked at it and I'm looking at what Rosh Hashanah means and the high holy days and what Yom Kippur means and all of these energetic alignments and what they all are asking and the healing and the mentoring and the resting and the not burning the midnight oil and not overworking the land and not overworking ourselves, basically. Okay. And so that is, that is what is asking for us. And so I want to pose that question to you. How are you not going to overwork yourself? What part of your life needs healing and what part of your life do you need mentoring in? It's okay to have more than one coach. It's okay to have more than one person. You know, somebody asked me how many coaches am I working with? And I say three. You know, I work with three spiritual uh, and business coaches and elders, you know. So what is your mentoring system that's going to help you elevate your life, but also help you to get the rest that you need? Okay. And so we have God, right, really asking us to do shadow work on our abundance, to do a lot of shadow work on our abundance. So this is a great time to clear out that negative money mindset, to clear out that negative um, energy that you have surrounding for the rest of this month, surrounding money and your your, your worth, right? Your, your worth about things. So... As I'm switching coaching models and things in my business and in 
the upcoming shift and the upcoming model, right? It for membership, it's just going to be one standard membership, right? And the one standard membership is is uh, two hundred and ninety seven dollars for one session a month, right? Two ninety seven for one session a month, one one hour session for two hundred and ninety seven dollars. Switching to that model and taking away so many of the tiers and stuff like that, so I, I to to streamline things. And, you know, I was questioning that because I know when I was going back and forth, but, you know, people were in a pandemic and some people can't do that. And then, you know, then you get into this conversation, you know, I like to use myself as an example, then you get into this inner conversation, but what if this person can't and what if that and how would they feel and then, you know, and we have these inner conversations with ourselves, Right. And a lot of times when we have these inner conversations with ourselves, sometimes those inner conversations take us down a rabbit hole and lead us into not a good place, right? They take us to this place and we're going down this rabbit hole. And some of these inner conversations are like, huh? And then we have these inner conversations that lead us down these rabbit holes. And we start questioning our worth and we start questioning our abundance. So we start questioning our money. We start questioning, questioning. And the next thing you know, you got money blocks, abundant blocks, and then you got to do shadow work on that. And so basically, right, (laughs) when we look at the energy alignments that are coming up, God is, it's like God is putting God's hands all over us and saying, you are abundant. You are abundant. You are abundant. You are abundant. This is a wonderful time. Please check with your medical or physician. This is a wonderful time for the 16th to the 20th or from the 16th to the 24th. If you can fast and pray and shut in, like the old folks used to say, this is shut in time. Pray and shut in, you know, really fast and pray and really working on your emotional trauma that you have surrounding money. This is going to be a very challenging time for Scorpios that don't want the healing. (laughs) There are Scorpios that don't want the healing. This can be a very challenging time for you. However, Scorpios that want the healing are going to thrive and make some really great financial breakthroughs from working with this energy that we have here of God really just cradling us. Some uh, astrologers would name it the finger of God. You know, the finger of God can represent so many things. I like to say it's just God, you know, God is just laying hands on us, right? God is just cradling us in in God's arms at this time, whatever your name for consciousness is. It's just cradling us at this time. And it is asking us to really purge and do the inner healing work that we need. What is it? What is that thing that keeps you separated from the divine spirit of the living God that says, I am not abundant. I am not enough. I am not, I am not worthy. Um, oh, or I can't do this because people are going to be upset if I move to this model, you know, the same thing, you know, so the internal conversations that we was having, like I was saying to myself, Oh, but some people may be upset that I'm moving to that model and doing what, and it's like, okay, but you have to do what's good for you because we have to stop working and being overwhelmed. The energy from Rosh Hashanah moving to the actual, um, 
secular New Year because it's already New Year in, in my realm. But in the secular part of New Year, the energy is asking us to do less. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, when we look at doing less, we we freak out, right? We freak out because it's like, how, God, are you asking me to do less? Are you serious? Am I going to be able to make ends meet? Am I going to be able to, to make money? But this is the season of asking us to, us to do less and to avoid overwhelm. And it's asking us to stop feeling overwhelmed. Stop feeling overwhelmed, right? So I'm making changes to the Patreon, switching, you know, and I'm, and in the switching things around and going from streamlining things and going from overwhelmed to not overwhelmed, right? Sometimes you have to try different things to see what works, right? So I'm not too thrilled. I'm not saying that Patreon is not a good place. Patreon is a wonderful place, but I'm not too thrilled at the interface and the the new way that it's how the uh, podcast is set up and for the bonus content material. And then uh, my clients have to log into my teaching portal to get the bonus um, teaching. And it can get really confusing with all these passwords and all this stuff. So I'm working with my coach on streamlining and streamlining things to not be overwhelmed. And I like to share my story and my journey because I'm not perfect, right? And so this energy that we're in right now is asking us, what do you need to streamline? Not everything has to get done. Uh Yes, not everything has to get done. I know, I know. We like, oh, it has to be done like this and it has to be like that. No, it's like in women in particular, because remember we're in this Virgo, the virgin energy, right? And our divine feminine side, men will feel this too, but women will feel it. And those that identify as women and live the woman experience will feel this even more. Women in particular have been more overwhelmed than they have ever been because many of us are facing homeschool supervision, housework, because we have more people at home. Still, you know, I homeschool and then balancing, coaching, and also keeping your family safe. If your animal safe, keeping your husband happy, then keeping yourself happy, you know, and you spend more and more time with each other more than ever. And then it's, you know, it can be challenging because my uh, significant partner is, you know, works in an industry where it is, you know, considered frontline. So that is a lot, right? So we all have a lot to handle and the universe is like sister girl guys people hello what can you streamline okay because even when this pandemic lifts okay whenever it lifts and when it does lift they don't want us to go back to this crazy rat race of overwhelmed life is going to still be throwing lots of curveballs at us if we go back to that rat race overwhelm feeling and it's going to be like, oh my, but Jesus, Lord, Joseph, Mary, 
all of the saints in the universe, why do I still feel overwhelmed even though the pandemic is over? And it's because you did not streamline, you did not put systems into place, and you did not organize systems in a way in your life that makes it feasible for you, right? What makes it feasible for you? So what is feasible for you? So for me, starting January 1st, you know, I... And when the my current, uh, some of my current clients switch out their membership models, it will be going to that in January, right? And it's just like, hey, this is what it is. And you have to do what is good for you, right? You have to do what is good for you. So regardless of what it is, do what's good for you. Okay. Listen, if this has blessed your life, make sure you give it a follow. Make sure you leave some comments. Make sure, you know, I like to I like to read the comments. So make sure you comment. Okay. So the universe is really asking us to adopt the 80-20 rule. Yes, the 80-20 rule. Most people who put in 20% of effort get 80% of the results. In order to achieve the remaining 20% of the results, you have to expel 80% more effort, right? So the universe is like, adopt the 80-20 rule. Do your best to prioritize what matters and let the rest go for another time. It is okay. Listen here, for you perfectionist folks, you guys are going to lose your sh if you don't learn to let things go. It doesn't have to get all done today. It does not have to be perfect. There will be time when you have all of the energy to go, 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 gadget, go. And there will be a time where you just don't need to do that, right? And so if you are feeling overwhelmed, put some ish aside. You know, like I was telling my reset, my Reiki, my, my Reiki, excuse me, my Reiki reset, uh, community. Five minutes a day, right? Five minutes a day. Sometimes if you need more, great. If you need more, good. Kudos to you. Do if you need more. But sometimes we overthink our healing. We overthink rituals. We overcomplicate things. And some things could be five minutes. Simple rituals, simplicity. Okay. And it's asking us to breathe, you know, really, really connect to your breath. Connect to your breath. So find someone that you can work with that can help you connect to your breath. Take a work, take a breath workshop at least once a month during this season. Make sure you are meditating. And if you don't know and you don't take yourself to that place while you're meditating, join, you know, join one of our circles. We do meditations and I do private one-on-one meditations with people, you know. We need to breathe. We need to breathe. We need to breathe. And we need to just have a lot of breath breaks. 
Yes, breath breaks. Where you breathe in for five seconds, hold for five and breathe out for five, 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 and five. It is just that simple. Breathe in. And breathe out, right? And it's just really that simple, okay? So really taking some time to uh, connect to your breath is what the universe is asking for us for the rest of this month and in this connection. And again, that fast, that pray, that meditate is really asking us to disconnect literally to unplug all your ish for, even if it's just five minutes that you sign off of Instagram, Facebook, and all of that. You can't be on everybody's feed and commenting on everybody's, like, you gotta disconnect. You gotta take a break from the laptop, the television, news, social media, your phone. Put your phone, like, upstairs somewhere. Put your phone in the closet or something for an hour or something, you know. When was the last time you ate dinner and your phone was nowhere near you, nowhere in sight, right? Nowhere in sight. And so this energy is really asking us to like, hey, can you really take time to uh, put the phone down, put certain things down because we want to talk to you. We want to connect with you. And a lot of times, I'm sorry, I know people may feel something different, but spirit is not contacting us through the cell phone. I didn't see, I didn't see that in any of the charts. I'm, I, I, they're not making a call on your phone. They're talking to you at your altar, in nature, in space, right? What, you know, and what I mean in space is when you're taking, when you're sleeping, having a good sleep and you're going to that space, you know, you're going to that space. And on the 20th, we have on next Monday, we have that Pisces full moon And that Pisces full moon is really asking us what? Get into our spiritual practice. Get Dig deep and get into our spiritual practice. This is why I started um, teaching Reiki again. And I'm super excited that I'll be speaking at the Melanated Reiki Conference this year. I'll be speaking about the business of Reiki and how to start and run a profitable Reiki business. So this is for the melanated Reiki folks, for Black Indigenous people of color. So I am super excited about this conference. Be on the lookout for more information on that. And so how you can join, there's going to be how to use crystals and Reiki and how to do ritual and Reiki. And we have a keynote. The keynote speaker is the the host of Reiki Radio. So it's just like, it's going to be a super exciting time and a great conference in October. And I'm just like super honored to be speaking at that conference. So anywho, we have a Pisces full moon on the 20th. And this Pisces full moon is really about 
It happens at 7.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you know my motto, stop, drop, and meditate, right? And so 7.55 Eastern Standard Time. And it is asking us to get in the zone. Auto zone, right? But not like auto zone, the store. Get into your auto zone where you get in that zone where you are automatically connected to spirit, God, consciousness, your ancestors, your Orisha, your Mumpungu, whatever it is for you, right? Snap, crackle, and pop. If those are the dudes, you know, the little Keebler elves, okay? You know, I'm still, still praying that one day I'll wake up and the Keebler elves will just be in the kitchen making real fudge stripe cookies for me. Did anybody else ever have that fantasy as a child? Or am I the only one? Besides that fantasy, I always wish that the little birdies and like the Disney movies would actually come inside and make up my bed too. So yeah, I digress. But getting in that zone, getting in that zone where you connect to your spiritual practice and you connect to that zone where you're really connecting you're going to that place where the Keebler elves live in your mind and you're going to that place where the little birdies talk and sing and actually make up your bed. You're going, not connecting to this dimension. You're connecting to the higher dimensions of your souls where you know that there is no time, there is no space. The lines are really blurred because we are setting ourselves up for the the as some people say the the veil is thinning right <laughs> it, it it starts now it starts with this you know it starts with this pisces full moon and this pisces full moon is necessary for us to get into that zone okay because what happens when we don't get into that zone of spirit when we don't get into that zone of spirit and we don't take that time to unplug disconnect that's where addiction happens. Substance abuse happens. Leaning on our cigarettes and leaning on things to help us get through uh, because we're trying to escape something. But the way, the best way to escape things is to unplug from things. And this is a season with this ancestral moon that we're in. And a lot of times with this moon, is about, you know, really with the Virgo energy, paying homage to the ancestors. And a lot of people do um, a 14-day, a 21-day practice with this moon of bringing in this, you know, bringing in this energy, uh, this ancestral energy, and um, really spending a lot of time with them because, they are, this is with that energy of the veil that is thinning and it's magnifying, uh, quote unquote, blessings and alignment for people in their life. And I went more over that in the newsletter. You can also look at it, look at the look at it over there. And it's a great time to really connect with your ancestors so they can release whatever doesn't serve you and that they can really make proper repairs and adjustments to help amplify your spiritual connection, um, your wealth. 
as well as your power, you know? So make sure that you are taking time to stop, drop, meditate, and to really connect with the ancestral realm in this time. And we have a wonderful um, Venus, Saturn, Uranus um, square that is happening. It, it starts actually tomorrow. It starts on the 14th. It starts on the 14th. And uh, it, it'll end on the, it'll end on the 25th. And again, it's back to that relationship relationship, our relationship with money, right? That relationship that we have with money. Like I had like that relationship. Oh no, I can't, I, I, I can't charge that price. And it's like, uh, yes, you can look at all the credentials that you have, you know, yes, you can charge that price. Yes, you can, um, make that amount of money, heal that part of you. And so this energy is here to bring that foundational structure that was shaken in our lives, whatever that money foundation, that prosperity, that abundance foundation that was shaken in our lives, that disconnected us from our birthright of abundance. This energy is here to help us heal that as well. So again, it's back to that healing. But it is that also is saying, don't try to do the healing alone, right? And we go into this wonderful autumn equinox on Wednesday when sun enters Libra. And, you know, look out for my Wisdom Wednesday on my YouTube and I'll go over some of the energy over there and there will be more wonderful uh, insight on the equinox when I... I'm do more um, wonderful insight on the equinox next week, and also for my Patreon subscribers and uh, supporters. But I pray that this energy uh, forecast has blessed you and filled your life with joy and grace. And remember, take some time to disconnect. Take some time to be present. Take some time to practice meditation and mindfulness because they are technically two separate things. Okay. So take some time to practice um, mindfulness and take some time on the 20th, stop, drop and meditate and connect to your divine abundance. And no matter if it's one day, two days or a whole 21 days that you decide to go really hard uh, with your ancestral connection. Remember, remember that they are here to support positive transformation. They are here to help you release whatever doesn't serve you in this time. They are here to make the good alignment and adjustments for you. And so allow these alignments and adjustments to happen. And it's okay. It is okay. The things that are getting taken away and being washed away and blown away in the winds. Let Pluto amplify you. Because all of the things that you allow to fall away with grace and ease is going to amplify your wealth 
your prosperity, and your power. So I'm super excited to be back reading, doing ancestral readings. So if you need me, you know where to find me, book reading and or spiritual coaching, yaichoice.com. Live well and live in ultimate divine joy.